The High Limit West Coast Swing becomes clear with a few announcements from some tracks. The Champ is back at the Chili Bowl and a Word of Outlaws driver announcement that apparently surprised some folks. Let's go. It's Wednesday, November 29th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. If you aren't a subscriber and are tuning into the show today, make sure to hit that subscribe button on either YouTube or where you listen to the podcast. There's a ton more news and announcements to come this offseason, so make sure you don't miss out on anything. Subscribing keeps you in the loop and tells the platforms that they should share this show with more people. All right, let's get into the show today. Uh, Since the news broke yesterday before my Tuesday episode was even public, uh, I'm sure you've seen it by now that Sheldon Hoddenshield and the Stenhouse Jr. Marshall team will remain full-time outlaw members for 2024. Sheldon joins David Gravel, Brock Zierfoss, and Gio Selzy as all committed now for next season. If you're a regular here, this one shouldn't surprise you. We've never really talked about the 17 being a candidate to flip to high limit. There were rumors towards the end of the 2023 year that Sheldon could be on the hot seat, but regardless of his struggles this past season, he remains a fan favorite and one of the most exciting drivers in the sport. That clearly means something for the 17 team and sponsor NOS Energy Drink. This decision, though, seems to have caught some people by surprise, given the social media comments I saw yesterday after the announcement. But regardless of what you've seen online from one of the team's owners, this one feels like it was never really in doubt. Despite having another option now for a uh, Sprint Car National Tour, there are a few things to remember here. First, the Word of Outlaws still offer a very compelling package and have continued to make it better. There's this idea out there that World Racing Group has only upped the ante this year and because of high limit. But that's just completely false. In reality, WRG has sweetened the Outlaw Platinum deal regularly over the last several years and had done so before High Limit was even conceptualized. So that that narrative really falls flat here. And you can call me a WRG shill all you want, but go do some Googling. You don't have to take my word for it. Standardized purses, bonus money, larger point fund, all examples of things that the Outlaws had done before High Limit was a thing. So that's point number one here. Point two is the 17 team's sponsorship. The Outlaws title sponsor, NOS Energy Drink. Uh, And it's clear that Lauren Albano, who runs the NOS program, wants to have a NOS-sponsored car on the tour. I'm not speaking here with direct knowledge of their agreement, but it would not shock me if there was a provision in the contract between NOS and the 17 team that they had to run with the Outlaws to keep the sponsorship deal. With as many places as NOS shows up on events and series and cars and dirt racing, I think it'd be pretty strange if the top sprint car series sponsored by the brand did not also have a sponsored car on the tour. I think as we go forward with both series and play, teams will make whatever decisions that are best for them based on their situations. And for some, that's going to mean high limit and that a little bit of extra freedom, and others, that's going to mean the outlaws. I don't believe you'll see one side destroy the other, despite what some fans hope for. And I think there will just be a long-running stalemate here between the two. It's also become pretty clear to me, especially lately, that the opinions of some vocal fans are not necessarily shared by the teams and drivers. The competitors may complain about the way things are, but at the end of the day, the outlaws still provide a very stable place to race, do it full time, race, uh, you know, for a lot of money. You can voice complaints and want things to be better while also understanding that where you are still a very good option, if not the best option. And the same is going to be true of high limit as they get established. People will complain about high limit. People will not like things they do, but they're still going to think it's a good place to race. As for the SJM team going forward, Sheldon, Crew Chief Kyle Ripper, they're going to be looking to bounce back from 2023. They felt like they had a legitimate shot at the title in 2022, and expectations were high for this past season. 
But they clearly got off somewhere, maybe because of the new tire, like we've talked about, and they struggled to find their way through it. They had three wins, that was their lowest total since 2019, and they had their worst average finish since 2018. In the release from the series, Sheldon pointed to some package changes they're going to get back to for 2024, and hopefully they can get that team going in the right direction. When things are right, this team is absolutely capable of double-digit outlaw wins and some big scores. I do wonder about their ability to be consistent enough, though, to win a title. Drop me a comment. Let me know what your thoughts are to this point on the confirmed drivers for both series and Sheldon's chances for next year. Uh, Moving on, a pivotal stretch on the high-limit sprint car schedule for 2024 is coming more into focus thanks to several announcements that we got late last night. That West Coast Swing will feature several events that were previously World of Outlaws sanctioned, and a date change for the Gold Cup and Silver Dollar Speedway is definitely coming. Once we knew that a high-limit West Coast trip was being planned, it created an interesting scenario for teams and travel, and now we know how it will play out. It's basically playing out like we thought it was going to. The confirmed dates at this moment are Douglas County Speedway in Roseburg, Oregon. That's happening on Monday, August 26th. Douglas County was previously a paved track, and it has uh, recently hosted the NARC 410 Sprint Car Series. High Limit will then head north to Grace Harbor Raceway on Wednesday, August 28th, and then to Skagit Speedway August 29th through the 31st. Those Grace Harbor and Skagit dates were previously long-running outlaw shows, and I would assume this means the outlaws won't be in Washington State at all in 2024. What this sets up now, though, is a brutal travel week in between Skagit and Port Royal. Tuscarora 50 had already been confirmed for September 5th through the 7th, so teams will leave Skagit after that Saturday night race and have effectively four days to go the 2,750 miles all the way across the country to Port Royal. The Outlaws did something similar going from Placerville to Eldora, but they did have 500 less miles to drive and an extra day to do it. I would say this will probably be the ugliest single week on the high limit slate next year for the teams. So unlike the Outlaws starting north and going south on that uh, West Coast swing, high limit appears to be doing the opposite. They'll start in California, work north towards Oregon and Washington, and then head back east. That means a shift for the Gold Cup from September back into the month of August um, in 2024. Uh, This past year, the Gold Cup was September 7th through the 9th, and now we are probably looking at maybe August 22nd through the 24th. That's a guess here, uh, but... I think uh, unless there are other California dates in the mix, that makes the most sense. I could see there being other California dates uh, being possible on the swing, especially with Brad Sweet previously promoting races at Placerville. Once High Limit leaves Skagit, all signs are then pointing to the Outlaws following with races in September. We know they'll be at Houston's for Labor Day, and then they'll probably head west after that. Bakersfield, Tulare, possibly Paris could be in the mix uh, on that swing. The rumors point to a uh, big money show being paid for that uh, Tulare weekend. I also wouldn't be surprised if there was an Oregon track on that schedule as well. We should hopefully know very soon what all of this looks like. Brian Carter told Speed Sports Mike Kirchner yesterday they are printing schedules for PRI. And I've heard the high limit schedule could be public maybe by the end of this week. So stay tuned. We talked yesterday on the show about the first round of Chili Bowl entries being public. And yesterday we got a few more added to the list. We went from 107 in the first update to now 113. And I normally, going forward, won't mention every single addition to this list, but this one is notable because the reigning event champion will be back. As expected, Logan Seavey will return to the seat of the Swindell Speed Lab 39 to try and defend his Golden Driller score from 2023. With Tyler Courtney being announced as driving the Abacus Racing Midget at the event, which was the car that Seavey drove to the 2023 USAC National Midget Championship, it made sense here that Seavey had already made a commitment to Swindell to return. And honestly, why wouldn't he after winning in Tulsa this year? 
It's interesting uh, to know, too, now how all of this played out, because CV told USAC's Richie Murray that he wasn't even that interested in going midget racing this past season after the struggles he'd been through in recent years. But then he goes out and wins the Chili Bowl, gets the Abacus deal, and ends up winning two of three USAC National Midget titles. It was a career year for CV and really brought his name back to the top of open wheel racing. And going into January in Tulsa, there's no reason to think he won't be a serious contender again. You can keep up with Chili Bowl entries all winter long over at ChiliBowl.com. Make sure to follow the Chili Bowl on social media as well. If you want to check out some other dirt racing uh, content this week, Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks has Harley Burns. Hoagie's Garage has Steve Ballinger. Racing Roundup has Mike Wagner. And there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters from Dirt on Dirt and Dirt Track Confessions. To see all of the Dirt Racing podcasts and their recent episodes, head over to DirtTracker.com slash podcasts. Uh, That's it for the show today. Hope you guys have a great Wednesday out there. We'll all see you right back here tomorrow. 